0: Tonight's narrative is made possible by viewers like you and Hover.com. An easy way to find and register a domain name. Use promo code REACH to get 10% off. I think we're still seeing signs of a really impressive turnout by the Democrats. We were talking about the quality of the candidates. So the next thing in line is, and this was pretty remarkable today, and I think that this is, cannot be understated, is Gen Z showing up at the polls today uh, in their hundreds and hundreds of thousands. I think there was a 360% increase in some states like Wisconsin. This is a very activated- uh, really? Yeah, 360%. This is a really activated community now. The young people- if, if that holds
1: across the whole state after they tabulate the whole thing, hmm. then that's tectonic because I believe the rule of thumb is the, the percentage turnout matches the age. So 20% of 20 year olds, 40% of 40 year olds, 80 percent 80 year olds uh, it, it drops off after that just like humans do so getting the kids to come out is really the thing
0: yeah miss a very yeah, you know, activated an... and involved generation i don't know if you have any people in your life for that generation it seems if you do they're very they're smart they know what's going on they're not just waiting for their adults to take hold of their future they're determining it themselves and i think it's going to be they, one of they the, just
1: watched an attempted coup d'etat maybe yeah. they're like holy crap we gotta tune yeah. in guys that's so what you're I gonna mean, get this, i think it's,
0: push- it's throughout the entire country i think you're gonna get a huge turnout especially in places like georgia where there's been a real move to bring up the younger voters i think that's going to change the dynamic a lot and it's unexpected and by a vast number i think they lean democrats so it's impressive that they came out they're not typically a group that comes out in the midterm election and that they're well organized and they know what they're voting for and what they care about it's a big reason. I think we're going to see uh, another a huge night for the Democrats. Of course, that doesn't mean that they're going to walk away with a landslide, but it does mean that they could win both the House and the Senate. Meanwhile, number six that I had in my list was the incredible closing of former President Obama, who, I don't know, that guy is just the best. I've seen him up close do it when he was running for his first presidency, but he still has that thing. He connects with people. He understands their problems. He can articulate very complex things in a very, in very easy ways for people to understand. And he's just so likable that his presence in the last few days, I think, has really focused people on issues like Medicare. And these Republicans are intending to cause havoc when they, if they win the House and the Senate, they're gonna repeal the Inflation Reduction Act. They're gonna try shut down the government. They're gonna start investigating President Biden. And then they're going to slash Medicare. It's a kind of the Grinch version of what you want from your politicians arriving in power. I don't understand why people vote for them at all. But nevertheless, that is what they're planning. So we shall see. We We have another
1: race called here. Attorney General of Massachusetts, Mara Healey, has been elected the governor of that state. And she is the first lesbian to serve as a governor of a state. So she's Massachusetts, And she's a great attorney general.
0: So... Well done. That's good to hear. Um, well, it's pretty impressive night so far. Chris Van Hollen still is projected to keep his seat. Tammy Duckworth I expected to keep her seat in Illinois. James Lankford expected to keep his in Oklahoma. And we mentioned Peter Walsh already as well. We'll keep watching it. DeSantis win is probably the big headline for everybody right now. And that's probably going to be it for the GOP, in my opinion. There's big results coming in soon. But while we wait for those, let me just keep finishing up this list because we were at number six the other thing that made i think a particularly impressive day for the democrats is the pollster myth so the reason (laughs) these pollsters i they're not telling you the truth on purpose i know that they would like to tell you and they swear up and down that they just got things wrong every single time because of error A or error B or because they didn't sample correctly or because, I don't know, whatever the factor was in every single year. Uh, They're basically no longer even remotely reliable. They're Uh, more like propaganda. They're more like propaganda. They're more like owned by people who are trying to get a message out about certain realities for whatever outcome they want. Either they want there to be an understanding that there'd be a red tide and if there isn't, well, then they can claim that the whole thing was fraudulent because it didn't match those or because they right. actually think that's gonna encourage people to go out in the midterms because they're expecting the Republicans to win. Whichever way it is, it cuts both ways, but it still strikes me as true. And having worked with many of them, let me say that they're amenable to phrasing things differently. It really matters how you phrase a question in a poll. Sure. Uh, and they're amenable. If you're gonna want it to lean a certain way, you can certainly say, wouldn't it be better if we phrased it you know, this way? And that's how they do what they do. But yet the TV networks, are consistently and constantly like at the praise these people like they're some sort of gods because they deliver them news stories, when in fact, they're delivering them nonsense. Every single news network and every single newspaper has for weeks been saying this is gonna be a massive red tide, a complete Republican victory. I mean, it may still be, sure, but it's not looking like that, not looking like that okay. at all. So if you know
1: anybody in the actual electioneering business, the people that actually run serious elections, yeah. real polling that they use, Is expensive. And I may talk to some of these people from time to time, and what's on the news and what they're seeing with real polls that they did, it's often a big swing. So, yeah. 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 I mean, the narrative industrial
0: complex. Yeah, that's a good way. It's a great way of putting it. Because when you think about it, if you've got 40 million voters who are showing up early and they're new voters, and it's clear that they're more likely to vote for Democrats, and you're still predicting a Republican victory. You're not doing your job. Those kind of facts are easy to see because the results are actually there on a daily basis. We could see every day how many people were voting. It's time for the pollster industry to give up the game or for the news media to divorce them. But the fact that we now have weeks and weeks of narrative built around these guys showing up with their fake polls, it has to end. It's, a, it's, a, it's just nonsense. Just seeing the number out of New Hampshire there, to is doing particularly well still. Quite a large number of the votes Accounted, of course, it's still too early to call, but boy, and it looks like North Carolina, still too early to call, Beasley 52, his for buds 47. And Tim Ryan up 54% to JD Vance is 45%. Oh my gosh, that is is a big night for Democrats. It really is a big night for Democrats, and it's gonna be very hard for- Did you um, watch
1: the debate between Ryan and, <laughs> and Vance? I almost called 911 and reported. <laughs> Well, I didn't Aggravated see what I'm, I just <laughs> rhetorical
0: <laughs> version. I saw some it, clips it, from it. It was pretty harsh. If
1: you want to run against Nancy Pelosi, move back home to San Francisco and run against her. Ouch! Oh, but shit. then I actually ran against her for Speaker of the House. But they're going to eat you up there. They're going to chew on you. You're going to a chew toy in Washington D.C. I was like.
0: Well, I mean, it's, it's kind true. of beautiful. J.D. Vance is, I'm sure, a, a capable guy. He clearly has succeeded in doing some things. He wrote an interesting book and runs a podcast company of some sort, but I see he a, um,
1: a great job working for Peter Thiel, but
0: yeah, that's basically it. What do those he's, guys
1: do anyhow?
0: Well, that's what they do. They run podcast companies. They write books. <laughs> they, I don't know what they do, but it's true that he is a terrible politician and that he's kowtowing to anything Donald Trump did literally I think Donald Trump used the word ass kissing
1: Trump then humiliated <laughs> him it's, it's beautiful I mean sometimes I wonder if Trump's trying to work off a sentence in advance or he's got to deal with the feds just look it's my conspiracy theory it's I want possible sometimes.
0: it's possible <laughs> number four the reason I think the Democrats are doing amazingly tonight is the people of Twitter I'm going to say that there are a lot of people who spent the last six years on Twitter just working away at what was being fed to all of us by the national media and by politicians and you name it now some of them had agendas of course but i don't know if we would have arrived at this point where democracy is the number one issue if it weren't for the people of twitter who kept the fight alive over the last few years i thought it worthwhile shouting out to all of you guys for doing such a good job of keeping the issue alive because i don't think we would be here without you the number three we'll get to number three later on number two people love their rights people are actually fond of the freedoms they've been getting. In the history of the United States, and they continue to get better. And why not hold on to your rights? If you're a person of color, if you're a person who's from the LGBTQ community, if you're a person who wants to just determine whether they can have an abortion or not, boy, it's a great thing to have those rights and to actually have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is a real thing that you can hold on to. And that's why people want to come to live in America. And that's number two reason for why people, I think, came out to vote in the great numbers as they did today for the Democrats and the number one reason I'm going to say this even though people have been saying everywhere people are so harsh on President Biden I don't understand why I think he really is doing a remarkable job as the president of the United States in the most complicated difficult times ever and I will say his managing of the campaign over the last few weeks and months has been amazing he has there's been lots of critics out there saying where's your economic message where's your inflation message where's your he has been reminding people again and again and again that it's democracy, democracy, democracy. Without democracy, you get none of these other things. And at the same time, he's also been doing a great job with the economy and the inflation and all those other things that he did need to do. So he, um, he yeah. took office as COVID was ripping us apart and we did
1: yep. not intentionally but from these malefactors that came before him. We didn't have a public health strategy to get through this. I mean, we had mass death. He inherited an attempted coup d'etat, businesses collapsing because of these new social protocols, and realizing that the prior four years of the White House was just almost half a decade of foreign agents with sledgehammers and crowbars in the most sensitive positions possible. And a wide swath of DOJ locations were actually crime scenes themselves after Barr. After, I mean, can you imagine that, like trying to reestablish the rule of law and prosecute something when the place that you prosecute is the place that prosecute, where you have the problem with the thing and the stuff? I mean, it's this administration has done all that, put China in the corner, start yanking semiconductor manufacturing back, sanction the living crap out of the Russian oligarchs. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, it's remarkable. uh, They've faced the world starting in the administration that they could not recognize. All the people they thought may have been their allies were not allies anymore. The world that they had left behind four years earlier under Obama had completely turned around under Trump. Suddenly, and so to be able to turn around from that and manage a war like the war in Ukraine on top of everything else they've been doing is remarkable. I understand that he's not the most incredible speaker in the entire world, but he is the most incredible president we've had for a very long time. I don't care if he doesn't deliver a speech perfectly or if he stumbles over a word or two. It isn't actually the only thing that he does in that job. And I think TV people sometimes forget about that. They don't realize there's actual decision-making going on in the background. And he's not just a figurehead who goes out there and has to look good on TV. There's a lot going on. And this guy does it without any scandal. He shows up to work every day. He doesn't insult people. He doesn't offend people. He doesn't shock the entire world. He just does what he needs to do and he does it well in extraordinarily difficult circumstances. Hi there, it's Zev from Narrative. Have you ever had a great business idea but just didn't know where to start? Well, one of the first steps to building a new business is a domain name by Hover. That's because it's more important than ever to have an online presence and your domain name by Hover is your first step in building your online brand. Hover.com makes it quick and easy to find the perfect domain name for your business with over 400 available extensions and with their connect feature you can easily connect your hover domain name to many popular website builders with just a few clicks plus hover offers free who is privacy that's free who is privacy that protects your personal information from being released online don't let the complicated search sign up and connection process of other domain providers stop you from starting your online brand today Hover makes it easy to get started, so what are you waiting for? Find your perfect domain name at hover.com forward slash reach. Plus, Narrative Live viewers get 10% off right now. If you use the promo code REACH, that's R-E-A-C-H, or go to hover.com forward slash reach.
1: He's been in the government business the highest levels. Yeah, 40 to 50 years now. And there's stuff that I think is amazing in terms of turning this country around in terms of rule of law. He's picked a lot of people of extraordinary talent to be his cabinet secretaries. And I am a DC guy. I have no rose colored glasses when it comes to federal bureaucracy. This is unusual for me to make these kind of superlative statements. I'm not a fanboy for Mm -hmm. the feds. I know them. I'm among them. They're my friends. Not everybody's great at their job. However, There's people of an enormous talent facing major challenges and leading major change. Gina Raimondo is Secretary of commerce. Mm, It's going to take a while for people to realize what what a great job she is doing. Treasury is dealing with fiscal policy, but also money laundering investigations and FinCEN and getting that all back in order in some agencies that you wouldn't think of as being particularly heroic. Health and Human Services, which literally had Michael Caputo in there. They had a Russian, <laughs> like a, an employee of Vladimir Putin uh, last yeah, time. incredible. Sabotaging the everything, sabotaging the response to COVID, just an absolute crime scene. And who puts out an investigative document that was done in conjunction with criminal law enforcement investigations about foster kids in Missouri going missing? and likely being sex trafficked Mm. health and Mm. human services office of the inspector general Mm. those nerds are they are crushing it baby because that report they put out in september 2021 that got us over to the agape school story the abuse of foster kids all over the place It's caught fire meanwhile they are putting people in jail for all manner of defrauding health care and siphoning cash off, and as well as curtailing the opioid crisis by going after doctors who are writing these prescriptions that they're not supposed to be. That's just the office of inspector general of an agency most people don't ever think about. And they are turning up like damn near daily on justice.gov, helping put bad guys in jail and make healthcare cheaper. and. That's pretty cool. and then It is pretty cool. We don't it's even cool. think about the Secretary of Defense. He's just out there, busy, rebuilding our alliances. Boom, 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 mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom.
0: And fighting so a war. war. I mean, that's a thing. Yes. Just, I should mention that they're running through uh, right now the latest poll closings. And they're, most of these Senate races that Republicans we thought would have won really, really easily are still too close to call or too early to call in some cases. But it's it's tight out there for Republicans. I got to say, it's not going to be an easy run for them as they attempt to reconstruct their Senate there. It looks like some of these biggest names are not winning as quickly as they thought they would have. Even Grassley doesn't look like he's there yet. That, that's a surprise as far as I'm concerned. I think we're going to see a very difficult night for Republicans. I think the turnout has been large around the country and it's especially in the Senate, I think it's going to be a surprising day. All right, so you are right about those incredible cabinet secretaries who have championed all these causes. is another one where there's been a tremendous showing.
1: There's so much to fix and I don't think much as we talk about all the things that joe biden's had going on merrick garland has had
0: Mm -hmm. an enormous number of things going on the last two years and people should understand that these are tricky cases these are not the kind of cases that are slam dunks and yet they need to be slam dunks if you're going to be indicting a president of the united states you need to be pretty sure that you're going to get him found guilty otherwise you shouldn't do it probably january 6th is a difficult case to prosecute it is it just is and on a for the president of the United States, it's going to be difficult to prosecute. There's a story there. You can definitely connect him to everything that happened on January the 6th. It's just a very tricky crime, especially because it deals with freedom of speech right. and all sorts of other things. But the I, you, for sure, you, you, there's an argument that you could indict him on that and you might get him. The other case, the Mar-a-Lago case, I think is much more indictable, but it's also secretive. You can't even tell people what it is. You can't even explain to people what has happened right. by And you have to, if you're going to try and indict the president of the United States. But the fact that he stole secrets and then tried to market them around the world to our enemies is unheard of. It's not even, of course, that's a crime. Of course, he should be indicted for that. Can they really reveal all of that? Or are they going to be giving up their sources? Are they going to give up their methods? I don't know. It's a very, very complicated case. I do think that they will indict him on that because he just deserves it people died from that but the fact that there's people saying oh mary garland is some sort of evil guy who's not doing his job that's not true that's not true I and mean, you can look at the doj feed every day that you put up you're your constant monitor of that every single day there's a major prosecution of a major scheme or money laundering effort or mob effort or whatever it happens every day in the
1: billions yeah, yeah. and you are just if you're feeling down and you're like god there's no good progress here go to justice.gov USAO press releases for just a list of what their announced cases are on the left side, there's a button there for project safe childhood. So you can go down through any one of their project, any one of their initiatives and just see the headlines on that. So project safe childhood is anybody who's committing a federal crime against children, which are almost all gross. That's where it turns up. It's like they have like 10 federal cases. They're announcing something about every day. While the facts are evident of really heinous, heinous acts, it's also like the the computers made it so that there was forensic evidence all over the place. If you are in that unholy business, then the feds are going to get you. And that's happening every day. There's also been a huge renaissance in the the use of the civil rights section, criminal investigation people, where if you're a prosecutor in, say, Jefferson County County, missouri and you demand sexual favors from defendants to give them lighter charges you get hit with 18 us code 242 charges if they're taking law enforcement officers and police or i should say like prison employees who are either engaging in reasonable violent force or are trafficking drugs in prisons and stuff like that get civil rights charges they're getting federal charges like it does not pay to be a dirty cop it does not pay to be a dirty prosecutor this is the real government. This is the real America that's going on. This is the real Biden administration. Uh,
0: They're not only doing that. They're doing that at the same time as they're prosecuting the biggest crime investigation in history. January 6th has taken up a lot of their resources. It's not—it's an entire division of theirs that they are having to deal with. There's been so many indicted people there. Plus the new renewed threat of domestic terrorists that only came around because of the previous administration. This is such a criminal party and such a criminal form of administration. The fact that they're even allowed to walk free in the streets beyond me, but there, there's definitely a concerted and strong effort to have them policed and indicted. I'm just looking at some of this early results still coming in from Georgia and it's looking good for Warnock. I don't think Herschel Walker is going to get this. I mean, looking at some particularly skewed... Um, there, were,
1: she, there were some flaws in yeah. the candidates.
0: Yeah, there were a couple. Of, I mean, the the anti-abortion candidate who had two, his, his girlfriends or girlfriends had two abortions is a is an issue.
1: There's that hypocrisy, but the, there's tons of Republicans that are hypocrites on that if you look into it. But yeah, he's a guy that cannot. I mean, he's not suitable for office.
0: No, no. And he's not smart enough yeah. to be in office. And you've got a guy like Raphael Warnock, who's remarkable, who has good, deep roots in the community, who they respect him, who's sort of had a remarkable first term. Now, the, the reverse is not happening, it looks like, to Kemp and Walker, to Stacey Abrams. It looks like Warnock may win, but I don't know if Abrams will win. And that'll be interesting, but we'll see what happens. We'll see. I think we are going to see Abrams win at the end of the night. I do think. We're going to see a sweep i think this is a turning out to be a very horrible night for republicans and i haven't seen the big ones fall down yet but when you look at all the races we're still waiting for the republican leaning races that are not showing up very quickly and that's an indication perhaps that they might flip. Now we could stay talking forever, but I don't wanna do the whole night because I just am gonna run out of things to say. Thank you for watching Narrative tonight. You can always support us at patreon.com forward slash narrative. You can also hit the subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're watching us on a podcast or listening to us on a podcast, don't forget to follow, rate, or review the podcast. On that note, Eric Garland, author extraordinaire of Future Inc and many other things. Thank you for tonight and anything else you wanna say?
1: See you around, strap in.
0: All right. Have a good night, everybody. Every minute of narratives reporting, every story that we break is made possible by our patrons. You too can become a patron by joining at patreon.com forward slash narrative. Narrative, where
1: truth lives. One day you'll tell the story of autocrats, crooks, and kings who came for our freedom. A story of citizens who stood up to tyranny and won. The people prevailed and renewed an old vow to a more perfect union. And that was just the beginning. The story continues. Narrative. Where Truth Lives.